Hey everybody, C-Note here and welcome to Dopamine, the show that is like going to the dentist. Painful, but necessary. <laughs> uh, yep, and today, this morning, I went to the dentist and I didn't feel very great. And I currently don't feel very great. So I just recorded a 15-minute episode and uh, my mouth is killing me. So I have to record this intro to let you know what the show's about, which is about taking responsibility for your mental health. Uh, I talk a little bit about really just the general concept of of why we should take responsibility. What does that even mean? How can you do it? Um, and, and, you know, kind of covering all of the nuances of that sort of phrasing being easier said than done, kind of make some comparisons to like systematic racism and, and how people starting from the poverty below the poverty line have a more difficult time, but to just kind of throw your hands and give up is not, not good either. And um, I think much can be said similarly for mental health and the difficulties we deal with there. So without further ado, I talk a little bit about taking responsibility for your mental health. And now I'm going to go rest my mouth because, ah, ah, uh. Drums, the NFL playoffs have arrived, and we have you covered each day on Outkick's Hot Mic with Hutton Withrow. Some of the best football guests break down the biggest matchups from Armando Salguero and Donovan McNabb to Ryan Leaf and Bobby Carpenter, plus the top headlines and reaction to each playoff weekend. So Chad, which quarterback is sent to that next level? The Brock Purdy, Dak Prescott, Tua is on this list. Got to be Lamar Jackson, right? Yeah, it's I think, his time right I now. think so. Yeah, it's, it's his time to shine. He's done it in the regular season. He's won MVP. He's going to win it again. It is time for him to win in the playoffs. Playoffs are also a time to shine for Patrick Mahomes. Can he and the Chiefs offense figure it out in order to repeat this playoff season? There's plenty of craziness on a week-to-week basis, so pull up the bar with us each weekday wherever you listen to your podcast. NFL and more covering your favorite teams. Outkicks Hot Mike with Hutton and Withrow. I've got kids, and that means it's always about them. But I need support, too. That's where Ollie comes in, with their delightful, hardworking gummies. My partner and I can actually get a good night's sleep, so we'll both stand a chance of managing our stress responses. Even when the kids are doing parkour in the living room, discover Ollie vitamins and supplements. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Okay, everyone. Hi. Welcome. C-Note here. Welcome to the show, officially. Today, I wanted to talk about taking responsibility for your mental health, um, a concept I've been thinking about for a long time. And I apologize if I'm I'm not moving my mouth as much because I went to the dentist this morning and the more I start to talk, the more it hurts. <laughs> so um, we'll see how long this goes. Maybe I'll cut it at around 15 minutes. Uh, but I wanted to talk about taking responsibility for your mental health. It, it's a difficult thing because we we're we're often feeling a bit helpless when it comes to our mental health. Like what do we do? How do we how do we take charge of it? How do we even recognize that it's a thing? How do we even approach family with it? How do we how do we take that responsibility? But even wanting to take responsibility is really the first step of of helping yourself to get better. I think a lot of people will 
realize that they're suffering from a mental health disorder of some kind and use that almost as an excuse to allow themselves to not participate in life, to not uh, find ways to improve themselves, to not seek help, to not talk to someone, to not confide in family or to not uh, uh, make an attempt to get out of bed. And I'm not saying it's, uh, it's easy to just switch off your mental health difficulties. What I'm saying is that we need to think a little bit more about how we can improve ourselves. And do you want to get better? That's really the first step is defining the will to want to get better. Um, and again, it's tricky because there's no cure. There's no cure for depression, for bipolar, for a lot of these things that we deal with, especially the low, the low grade disorders are often the most maddening and something I'll probably go into in more detail in another episode because low grade disorders are something that is difficult for us to identify within ourselves, but for other people to be able to see and take seriously as well. Uh, so when we are dealing with any kind of um, mental health issue that we haven't identified in a long time or have been able to identify, or, you know, we know about it and um, it, it is hard for us to, to take responsibility for that. So what does that really mean? Take responsibility. Well, you know, first it's, it's the acknowledgement. It's acknowledging that you've got a problem, that there's something that needs to be fixed um, or worked at. Uh, or worked on, you know, is it something that is affecting your relationships? Are you having consistent difficulty with jobs, uh, with friendships, with family, uh, with uh, any kind of personal endeavors, uh, trying to start a business and you just can't get anywhere? Just acknowledging that first and foremost, that there is difficulty is, is a form of taking responsibility because you're just not ignoring the problem. A lot of issues that I find in with the people that I've spoken to in their lives are dealing with some sort of some form of depression because they have they have exhibited a form of repression in their lives, holding something back, withholding how they're feeling, withholding what they want to say to someone, withholding uh, uh, any kind of care or treatment, or seeking support because they feel like somebody isn't going to care, and that's some of the hard part is getting past that feeling of, of, of feeling like nobody is going to care, but simply the odds are in your favor. There are 7 billion people in the world. Surely you can find someone who is willing to help you, who is willing to listen and willing to care. And unfortunately that does seem like a very daunting task to filter through all of 7 billion people in the world to find someone who cares. But I assure you, it doesn't, it isn't going to take that long. You know, you will, you will find, you just need to search and, and likely search in different places. You need to be willing to try different things and try different scenarios. Uh, I had an episode with my friend Colleen a few weeks ago talking about alternative discovery. And for her, she went through uh, a situation where she was dealing with a lot of um, difficult, intense emotions uh, diagnosed as bipolar and everyone went through, she went through the process really quickly. She was going through therapy and, uh, talking to doctors and they diagnosed her really quickly. And to her, it just didn't feel right. 
And she made the right call in trying to seek something that felt right to her and uh, looked for different means of discovery to figure out and take responsibility for how she was feeling and, and figure out uh, a, a different approach. Now it's tricky because in that episode, we talked a little bit about her weaning off of her, uh, her medication, things like that, which is not recommended that you do that without it, without the help of a doctor. But let's face it, not everyone has act- access to doctors. Not everyone has access to different kinds of care or will respond positively to removing any kind of medication that is numbing them or balancing them out. Um, so it, I do not rule out the idea that we should explore different kinds of discovery, um, whether that's through spiritual means, religious means. Um, you know, maybe it's a situation where you need to just talk to different kinds of people, talk to a pastor, talk to a rabbi, talk to a therapist, talk to a a friend, talk to a family, talk to somebody who is um, a different kinds of therapists. Uh, just, just, do something different until something clicks for you uh, and take that continued leap of responsibility to get better uh, to, to just kind of throw your hands up and say, Oh, well, I'm just going to be like this forever. Or I, I can't work because of my mental health or I can't do this. Saying you can't is probably worse than having a mental health uh, issue. Whereas, you know, I deal with cyclothymia, I deal with cyclical depression and cyclical mania. Uh, and I know for a fact through continued sort of self-observation and research and learning about myself and learning about how uh, I affect the people around me that I need to take responsibility and I needed to be aware that this is an actual thing. I need to not ignore it. I need to be aware that every month at an undisclosed time, because it's unpredictable, I'm going to have a drastic shift in mood and that's going to affect my ability to function uh, uh, in in different ways. So I need to be aware of that and I need to take responsibility to let my clients know that this is a thing, to let myself know that I can't take on more work, to let myself know that uh, I need to shift the tide and take different steps towards self-care and think about my life in a different way. Uh, one of the things that we can do to take responsibility is to, to look at ourselves almost objectively. Uh, and what I mean by that is to not compare yourself to other people, not compare yourself to someone who is quote unquote normal or someone who is being productive or someone, especially in your your niche or your your skill set doing something better than you because they are not dealing with depression. That they are different people, they are different scenarios. And even if you are two healthy people, quote unquote, two normal people, quote unquote, that doesn't mean that you're going to have the same level of success. They have different upbringings, they have different support systems, they have different uh, access to people and information and resources. And you will have different access to, to resources and information. Like in the same way that there is, you know, systematic racism going on in our world and things that are naturally keeping people below the poverty line in different ways. 
it doesn't doesn't necessarily mean isn't it is an excuse for someone to stay down there to stay in a certain mode or a certain way of thinking uh, it is it is a harder battle it is a more difficult climb and it will make you a much more much tougher and much more gritty and fortified person to work through the things you have to work through and to grow. And it takes, it takes a different kind of energy, a different kind of focus, a different kind of support system, but it also takes personal responsibility in both cases, in every case, in every situation, it takes a human being taking personal responsibility to, to, to go forth, to evolve, to be a different person, to, to grow, to, to try something different, to, to better themselves. Whether you're a person that has a healthy mentality or someone who's dealing with a mental illness, it still takes the same amount of self-awareness of, of, of responsibility to want to change. It's going to, after that, it's going to be different, but from the start, it is a very, very similar notion that I am a human being. I am responsibility for my own life. I am responsible for my own actions. I am responsible for everything that happens from here on forth. And it doesn't mean you should feel bad about who you are and the difficulties you face. That is very different from taking responsibility. Taking responsibility is taking ownership over what you can control. And sometimes mental health, mental illness comes with the difficulty of situations where you feel like you can't control how you're feeling. And that is where the sheer will, the sheer responsibility of wanting to improve that, to know that there are times or consistent times where you're feeling depressed, where you need to do something to improve your, your quality of life needs to change. You need to find ways to move forward. And again, I know these are all words that are so much easier said than done. Everyone's situation is different. Everyone is dealing with different support systems. We're dealing with different access to things, different financial situations, different upbringings. Uh, you know, for me, I've always felt like I've had enormous potential. A lot of people could see that in me. Uh, but I kind of grew up in a lousy education system. I grew up in an environment that was not conducive to uh, self-growth and wasn't conducive to allowing me to get the kind of emotional support that I needed because, A, I'm a male and sometimes men are seen as not being able to be emotional or to express how they're feeling, or you are weak if you are dealing with any kind of mental illness or mental difficulties, uh, and, um, and and expressing that is frowned upon. And, you know, financially, life's always been pretty difficult. Uh, I had a few years there where I was doing well money-wise, but my financial know-how wasn't great, so I still didn't thrive, per se. Um, and, you know, I've got a lot of things stacked against me. <laughs> you know, I'm an introvert in a world that is 
very much uh, more accepting of extroverts. Uh, and there's a, and, and I'm also dealing with, um, you know, I had difficult family situations. My, my family fought a lot. They threw things at each other. My dad drank quite a bit and would, would binge drink. And then I did that in my twenties. And, um, you know, I've had a lot of difficulties, but my grit and determination has allowed me to continue to move forward and create this podcast. And now I have C-Note Media, which is basically me as a one-man media agency, uh, trying to build that. And then I'm also doing one-on-one consulting for um, personality finding via Myers-Briggs to help people with their personal personal branding and, and kind of... Um, one-on-one mentality and mindset stuff. And I couldn't have done any of that stuff without having to go through the difficulties that I've had. So while it was a bit difficult, it's been a blessing in so many ways. And I think I wouldn't have survived if I didn't find ways to take personal responsibility for my feelings, my emotions, the way I react to people uh, and and how I approach the world. Again, it's a little bit easier when you're dealing with with low grade stuff, if you're dealing with, you know, bigger bouts of bipolar, you know, it, it's, it's difficult in the moments when you're in high, high mania. Um, but when you're out of it, it's up to you to realize, Hey, I need help. I need to take a look and, and, and embrace the reality of the situation, looking at life and what's actually going on and, um, make a change go forth. So I I hope that was encouraging in some way <laughs> uh, and, and, and gives you some sense of wanting to, to improve if you're dealing with a situation where you're not sure if you should talk to someone, you're not sure if your situation is one that can be taken seriously. Everyone's situation is serious, is important, is valuable. Everyone is valuable in some sense or another. And, um, there's always someone that's willing to help you. A lot of the times we're stopping ourselves from getting the help that we need. And um, we are the number one thing. We are the number one person in our lives that we are going to be spending the most time with. So we need to come first, first and foremost, in every sense of the word, take responsibility for who you are and, uh, and, and, and make some changes. Go ask questions, go do some research watch some YouTube videos, um, ask your mom to be nicer to you or spend less time with your mom. If she's being a jerk or anyone that's close to you, that's not supportive of you make the change. You don't have to put up with it. You don't have to deal with what life has given you. You can create a life for yourself, even if you are dealing with mental difficulties. So I hope that was helpful. I hope you guys have a good one and take care of yourselves and each other. Talk to you later. Bye. Hey, you beautiful human. Thanks for listening to Dopamine. I really appreciate it. If you thought this was a dope show, then you should wait until next week. But also, while you wait, you should go to iTunes and Stitcher and leave a positive review. Positive reviews help me to uh, fill up my dopamine tank. Otherwise, you can send your friends to dopamine.life to listen to the show or hi, my name is Christian.com to get the latest updates. I'll catch you later. Baby, I'm a fiend, I'm a fiend. Oh, you know you got me going off your dopamine. All I really need for you to put me on to the recipe yeah. ooh, ooh, purple flowers candy showers in the air you who dance for hours as i watch from overhead
It's a Martin. You got me going off your dopamine. Yeah, it's a Martin. You got me going off your dopamine.